Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. My name is Amit Mann. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platforms. And on YouTube, like, subscribe there. Muchly appreciated. Grady Dick is a Toronto Raptor. We got ourselves a shooter. Wow, what a feeling. Can't believe it, people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to talk about it. Jordan Gusky, Topeka Capital Journal, nailed it. I was concerned I might say tapioca, but I did not. How are you, man? Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, your first reaction when Grady Dick was finally drafted. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think there was some expectation he might go a little bit earlier. Uh, but from what Bill said, looked like 10 to 14 was the range uh, that mm. he was sort of uh, thinking about for Grady. So I guess it sort of fit in what they were looking at. But I think just initially, you know, an organization that knows how to win uh, recently won an NBA championship. So I think it's a really good fit for him, an opportunity uh, to to play right away and, and get some good minutes. I mean, we got some, we got a dose of Grady yesterday with the outfit and some of the media availabilities that he did. But to from your perspective, what are the most identifiable qualities of Grady Dick from your interactions with him? Yeah, you know, just a good guy, like just someone who is you know happy to just you know be around this game, be around all these opportunities. Not someone who's going to be you know negative about different situations, about issues that happens. He just likes to have a good time is really committed to the game, really puts his work in. So I think Toronto's getting someone uh, who's really, you know, dedicated to, you know, being a better basketball player, but also someone who's dedicated to being a part of the community as well. Hmm. So you weren't surprised at all by his outfit? Mm, uh, well, okay. No, I, <laughs> I think I think everyone was a little surprised by the outfit. But, um, like, yes and no. Like, yes and no. Like, he, he likes to do stuff like that, so... Uh, not surprised in that way, but in how the outfit looked, yeah, absolutely. But I don't really have any fashion sense, so you know, I'm not really one to judge at this point. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, what's the most Grady Dick interaction you've had? Yeah, you know, I, I just I think back to um the summer before his freshman year at Kansas, and just you know talking to him. Obviously, he's on TikTok a lot, so if you're on TikTok as a Toronto fan, you'll see him. But uh, talking to him about it, he's a little, like when you talk to him about it, he's a little more reserved. But on TikTok, he's full fledged himself. So I think that's one of the more gritty interactions I've had. Just talking to him, him being a little bit, you know, reserved about talking about it. But the minute you get him on TikTok, you know, he, he's everything that you would expect him to be. Yeah, he's a good talker too. He knows um, he's very confident up there. There was no ums and ahs when he was asked questions and he was ready to go. Uh, so it's like he's media trained in a sense. But um, when it comes to his personal life, I mean, it seems like there's like a boundary with the media versus who he is on TikTok, which is good, actually. Like we've had a similar thing with uh, Scotty Barnes, too, that it's polar opposite people in the media versus what we see on social. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's totally fine. Like that's what no. people should maybe even be in some respects, for sure. What's the most impressive shooting display you've seen from him? 
it's absolutely uh, in the Bahamas uh, at the Battle for Atlantis tournament. Uh, when he, I think he won like six or twelve from three, but mm-hmm. I just remember I, it felt like like I, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but it, I feel like I remember him hitting like four or five in a row, and it was just ridiculous because it was one of his like very very early games at Kansas in, a, in an environment that can be tough for a lot of people to deal with just with the level of competition, how early it was. And he just kept hitting three after three. And I was like, if this guy can do this already, hmm. like what is his, what is his ceiling? Like, I'm not sure. With shooters who have that kind of gravity, you can kind of see that just teams are sort of orbiting around them in a way. Do you see that with Grady? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on both ends, you know, from an offensive perspective, trying to get him shots from a defensive perspective, teams just trying to face guard him and, and try to take him out of it. And so I think, I think the face guarding thing is going to be something that's less of a problem at the NBA level, um, just because of how just the elevated talent, it's harder to do something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, he's a guy that people get shots and he's going to make those shots more often than he is. Have you heard his Donald duck voice? No, but I, I, I've seen that clip come up so many times. <laughs> yeah, but I, I've not, I've not actually watched the clips in which he's done that. But I've heard, I've heard him ask about it more than once during this pre-draft process. See, I can't do it that well because I ain't done it in like a couple months. But once I, once I start doing that, then you can hear me clear. Just a little taste. Is it fair to say that Grady doesn't really get phased by pressure in, in the ways that maybe another player would? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, I, like you mentioned, being sort of media trained in a way, like he's he's been in this for a while. Like even though he's only, you know, mm-hmm. coming out of one year at the college level, he played at Sunrise uh, Christian Academy in, in Kansas, which is a you know prep school that plays a national sort of schedule, really tough schedule. You went to Kansas, which if you're going to go play college basketball is one of the places to go. If you want to be prepared for what it's like yeah. to be, to have that pressure on you. So he's been in it for a while, even though he's so young. So mm-hmm. I, I think he understands how to deal with all this pressure. And obviously he has success second leading scorer for Kansas. So I think he's ready to make the next jump. And I mean, I'm still early on in my research of him, you know, the, pick gets made i'm thinking okay it's kobe buffkin okay it's keontae george okay it's jordan hawkins and then great it gets called i'm like okay, perfect yeah a shooter i mean i don't mind that at all um but it seems like just from like the research i've done that he's got a knack for making like those shots like the shots in the fourth quarter that are just back breaking for the other team fair yeah yeah no he's it's like no memory or what's i'm trying to remember the expression that bill uses bill self the, the kansas coach but yeah like he's He's like he's a shooter shooter. Like he he doesn't have memory about missed shots. He would just take those shots and he's such a good shooter, he's probably gonna make those shots. So yeah, I think he's someone mm. if you're looking at the at the end of a game, even he's gonna be a rookie, you know, early in the NBA career, he's someone who's gonna, you know, be comfortable, fully comfortable taking those shots. Man, that's a that's a hell of a quality right there. Um, especially yeah. as a shooter, you got to have that that uh, just move on to the next possession kind of mentality. And him shooting forty percent <throat> from three on five attempts in the in, at the college level, I mean, that's more impressive than probably the numbers suggest because of the the spacing issues that can just emerge with college basketball. And then you flip it to the NBA, and as you said, the talent upgrade is so huge. Those opportunities are going to be a lot more wide open. And I mean. If you don't know, 
spacing was a problem for the Toronto Raptors. And when they made that kickout pass to the corner or at the 45 or at the top of the key, it was like, that's the shot you got to make. And it was never made. So the opportunities are going to be a lot more open for Grady, which you think like that's going to bode really well for him. Yeah. I, like you said, it's, I feel like we didn't even really realize that he was shooting 40% from three until mm-hmm. after the season. It was just so much like, oh yeah, Grady's going to hit those. And it's going to be, that's just what it's going to be. And then you look after the season, like, wow, he actually hit 40% from three as a college freshman, excuse yeah. me, as a college freshman. So it's, it was super impressive uh, and just gives you all the added confidence that when he goes to the next level in the NBA, you know, uh, it could take him time to acclimate. It could take anyone time to acclimate, but he's someone who's going to be reliable. And I'm sure when you hit those corner threes uh, after passes, he's going to be hitting those. His confidence is pretty pivotal. And we just talked about <clears throat> his ability to just move on to the next play after a missed shot. And yesterday when he was talking to Raptors media, um, he kind of discussed the fact that, you know, I am more than just a shooter. Sure, that's like my, you know, my number one skill, but I have a lot more to my game than that. And I think that's where we kind of separate shooters is like what can you do outside of shooting when the the gravity of your you know your shot is congesting the areas around you are you able to drive to the rim are you able to make that next pass are you able to get to the rim bend defenses are you able to you know help your teammates get better through your shooting and where would you think Grady is right now because I'm sure the the goal is to get there right but I think with even what he said yesterday, he wants to make an instant impact. And I'm picturing a playoff scenario like this is I'm getting way, way too far ahead for a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, But, you know, when he does, when he is forced to put the ball on the ground in the NBA playoffs, right? Where do you think he is right now to be able to make the right pass? Or right play? Yeah, no, I think he's a he's a great passer already. Obviously, he can improve, but I feel like you know, he, he's tried to he's he's made it a big point of emphasis over the pre-draft process, which I guess is just is over now, uh, even though the draft took forever. <laughs> it felt like to come around. But <laughs> yeah. um, like he made a big point of emphasis to to point out, hey, like he's not just a shooter. He can do all these different things. And I think that's true to a sense because he's a great cutter. He can make great mm-hmm. passes. He knows where to get into the right spots. And I think that's why Kansas was a great spot for him because he could show some elements of, hey, they're going to get me shots, but I know that I've got Jay Will on the team, Kevin yeah. McCuller, who's back, a great point guard. He knows how to work with all these different guys, not, you know, overimpose himself to the sense that he's negatively affecting the team. So I, I think he's got a lot of great qualities that can make him, you know, really able to acclimate to the next level, make the next pass. And he's not going to be someone who's going to be a negative impact, even if he's missing some shots on a certain day. Hmm. Where would you say his athleticism? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
is um, in terms of being ready for the NBA level. Um, do you think like, I mean, there's been a lot made of it as you talked about and defensively, I mean, we can talk about his transition to NBA basketball, but it's a transition for most players anyways. So within that, I mean, he does use his strides really well. Um, he seems committed to like when that switch happens and a team's indicating that we want to attack Grady Dick, he takes it personally. Yeah, no, I think athletically he's he's right up there. I think he can deal with it. You know, I think his length is the really great, uh, you know, equalizer in a sense for that. Mm. It's like he's coming in as a smaller guard who you're worried like, hey, he can, he can hit threes, but what are we going to do when he gets switched on to a big? Like he's he has the size yeah. to deal with that already. So, yeah, he can improve as a defender, but athletically he's there enough. He has the size where – he's already at a starting point that you know he's going to be there eventually if he's not there already. With uh, Bill Self, he did a uh, presser yesterday and yeah. we we had mentioned, uh, I asked him actually, you know, what are the ways that you use Grady Dick to get the best out of him, to use his shooting gravity, as I mentioned, to, you know, help inform his offense and get it to a, a different level. And he mentioned a few different things, but I mean, I want to hear what your thoughts are um, on, on how to get the best out of Grady and how we could probably help the, you know, an NBA team, regardless of if it's the Raptors or if it's another team, like how do you get... Grady Dick to be the best version of himself and be an instant instant impact player year one. Yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely ensure the the floor is spaced enough where you, you can make sure he's getting those shots, make sure that a team isn't able to key on him so much. I think you saw Kansas have the most success when even though teams might have been trying to key on Grady, they were able to do enough that it wasn't as if that was going to phase them. And also I, mm. I would say also just give him the freedom to be able to have that success because like some of the best plays Grady made weren't the three pointers that he hit. It was the, the effort plays, the getting his own. Mm. I think there were more than once where he got his own offensive rebound off a missed shot. And it was simply because the opposing team probably didn't put enough thought into, Hey, he's actually caring and actually, and actually yeah, no, seriously. Shot, just put the shot up. So I think, you know, making sure the floor space, but also giving him that freedom to make those plays because he's he is more than just a three point shooter, and he can really change a game. Because the the one that I'm thinking of is he got his own offensive rebound in a game against Texas Tech, uh, at Texas Tech, this mm. past season college, and he he got a bucket, and I think they won that game by one possession because they got a late defensive stop. So, right, it's the winning play right there. Yeah, damn. Looking at his numbers again in some of the plays, like he rebounds the ball. He can he can yeah. he can strip guys um, at the premium level. Uh, he's got really fast hands on both sides, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think he averaged well, like one point four steals a game. I think was the number. So another example, just of the defensive sort of potential that he has mm. on a team that had great defensive players, and he wasn't sort of the main focus of hey, like Gray's got to be the best defensive player tonight. You got Juan, he had Kevin. Yeah, um, but someone who had the potential. If you need him to be a defensive stopper, I think he has the potential in him to get there. No question. Um, and yesterday, Bobby Webster, I mean, maybe they were asking him like, "Why did you go with Grady Dick, and what does he bring to Toronto?" And he's like, "Obviously, the shooting." He's like, "But he's a really smart player. 
And that extends to so many different areas. And I mentioned the rebounding, like he times his rebounds really well. He's looking for when his defender is looking away and now he's pouncing, right? The cutting you mentioned, right? He's he's paying attention to the small details in, in which can help him get an offensive chance. And those little parts right there are what separates you know some of the, the good shooters from the great shooters and how much can you impact the game. And then you factor in the size. Um, his intelligence on the court is going to be a massive weapon for him to get up to speed to the NBA level, even in year one. But like as things go on and as he's seeing more and he's working with coaches, he's going to be like, oh, this is how teams are guarding me here. He's going to be able to implement what he sees in film into a game like really quickly because he's already such a smart player. Yeah, his, his IQ is just massive. I think it's a big part of why he was able to make that transition to the college level so seamlessly yeah. is because he knows what's going on. And, and like what I was just talking about with the going in, he's an offensive rebound, the cutting, like you just mentioned, he mm. is a great shooter and that's probably what's going to get him his, his get him get, get him paid at the next level, but he can do so much else. And that's why he's a lottery pick and not someone who got picked up later at some point or is undrafted because he can do all the other things. And Hey, also he might be the best shooter on your team he can do all those plays he can make all those moves uh so uh, yeah it's really impressive the chemistry between him and scotty barnes is already alive and kicking um apparently scotty gave him a call as soon as the draft after he was announced and uh grady told um a colleague of mine with yahoo sports uh, in the u.s side you know like what was the conversation about and he's like it was just a lot of laughing Pretty much. <laughs> um, he seems like a really personable person, someone that is really hard to not like because of how genuine he is. Yeah. You know, I think opposing fans aren't going to like him all so much. Uh, but yeah. I but think, he loves uh, that too. He accepts it. Yeah, he embraces it. Yeah. No, I think it, he's he's just a good dude. Like he's yeah. just, he's happy go lucky, just having a good time. Like I said, really dedicated to improving <laughs> his craft. He's just, he, he likes to have a good time. And I think that's the kind of pe- uh, kind of people that, you know, fans love to embrace as long as they're on, you know, your side and not uh, on the other thing. And like you mentioned, yeah, if teams are going to go after, sorry, if fans are going to go after him on the other end, yeah, uh, make make jokes about his last name, guess what? He's heard them all before, I promise you, and he's going to be just fine. Oh, bro, man, the past 24 hours, not even 24 hours, 12 hours, 8 hours, 6 hours, I'm already done, kind of done with the, the storylines. <laughs> like, I was on a work call this morning and we were making some comments about it. And I'm just like, I, I mean... This is going to pass. It's going to pass quickly because the jokes are going to get old and it's just going to be about his basketball and how good he is and how talented he is and how much he's helping the Toronto Raptors. I don't like doing player comps very often because uh, I just don't think they really do it justice. But with shooting, because it's so specific, I think there's more room to to have an honest conversation about it. There are different kinds of shooters in the in NBA history, different kinds of movement shooters. Is there someone that you find that Grady shooting resembles in terms of his style and also just like his play style. Is there a shooter that you're like, ah, I kind of see the similarities. Yeah. You know, I've been trying to think about that for a while. Um, Cause like you mentioned, it's tough, but like, I don't know. Like Grady is always someone that you think you're just, you're lying him. He's going to make those shots. And for whatever reason, I keep thinking about Kyle Korver, obviously not the same size, but someone who was definitely just an NBA guy who could just year after year, you know, he's going to be on a team. Why is he on the team? Cause he's going to hit threes and he's going to make those plays. So that's the, that's the name that keeps coming to mind. That could be, I'm mm. Grady could disagree. I know Grady likes Paul George a lot. Um, I know he oh, wants really? to be, 
Yeah. And Paul George has been trending in these uh, in this draft. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting comment from a certain NBA prospect. Um, but yeah, yeah. But uh, I know he he likes Paul George's versatility a lot. He likes how Steph mm. Curry can, you know, just seemingly not get tired and hit those shots. But I, I just keep thinking about Kyle Korver when I think about yeah. Brady Dick, and I'm I'm sure I'm wrong, and I apologize ahead of time for him proving me wrong. But that's what I think about. No, no, I hear what you're saying though. With that, um, I was thinking like when it came down to a few days ago, and we were, I was going through um, some like you know projections with another person, and I viewed Jordan Hawkins as more of a Kyle Korver type movement shooter because like it's a running at the baseline, just curling around screens. And maybe I'm wrong on it, but I didn't see Grady doing too much of that. Like it was more like he was he was moving on one side of the court. It wasn't like, Hey, I want to go from one baseline to the other. I'm going to circle around. He wasn't doing like rip Hamilton kind of things. It was different for him, but I would love to see him get to that kind of level of Kyle Corver where, I mean, even the shots are actually pretty similar if you think about it. Um, but if he's doing stuff like that, that's where it gets really special. And then you factor in the height and his athleticism, which he is more athletic than Kyle Corver. You got something really, really special. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, and part of it is, you know, the Kansas system, how he's used in that system. Hmm. He's not the main option. Jan was the main option in some ways. You know, you're sort of dependent on what Juan's going to do because he's a great point guard and he's the great distributor. But yeah, I, I think yeah. there's a lot more that he can add to his game and show that he may already have in his game. Um, but in the way that he was being used at Kansas, that's just sort of how he fit into that system. And, and obviously the team saw some great success with it. Definitely. So offensively, um, I mean, we kind of know the the gist of what he offers, but uh, I'm excited about, you know, there's very minimal ball dip on his shot. So he gets it off really quickly. Um, I'm excited to see what how he can relocate. I'm excited to see him, you know, take that one dribble into from the three point line and hit those uh, pull up twos because he's clearly able to do that. Are there is there anything else that we're, we haven't really talked about with Grady Dick that you think is notable? No, I feel like we've hit on just. Like he he's like I said he's a good guy. You guys are gonna probably love him pretty quickly uh, out there yeah. in Toronto, um, for not just how he plays on the court, but just how he carries himself. He just mm. likes to have a good time. He's someone that I'm sure is gonna be a great TikTok follow. I'm sure. <laughs> um, apparently he already got the follow from uh from Drake, so he's got that's confirmed. That's confirmed. I checked. He did. Yes. <laughs> yep. He's got a great 24 hours already in him being a Toronto Raptor. Yeah. So I, I feel like we've hit on it, but yeah, it's it's a good landing spot for him. And I'm sure whether it takes a season or two or he does it right away, he's someone who's going to have um, some pretty good success in the NBA.